Welcome to the Lyricast Snippet, a show that was originally supposed to be about code, some small piece of code, but has transformed into really anything and everything. Uh, with that in mind, I want to talk about setting up a media server. Now, I'm not sure if you can relate, but I, I bet you can. Uh, when it comes to media, like shows and movies, uh, there is no single point of entry for me. So I may have uh, old DVDs. I might have uh, some Blu-rays. I have purchases from Amazon, but maybe I have purchases from, from iTunes as well. And then even on top of that, maybe you're going to Netflix or Hulu to watch certain shows. And I really hate that it's all dispersed uh, throughout all these different little portals. It'd be really nice if there was one point of entry. Now, to be clear, I haven't solved that. I don't think there is any way uh, to solve it. But I, I kind of want to talk about the process, and, and I have ended up with something that I quite like. But yeah, the original goal was to consolidate everything as best as possible. So I started thinking about this, and uh, I took a look at Plex. And my goodness, has Plex matured in the last several years. It's really amazing. It's an incredible piece of software. Now, if you're not familiar, Plex is a media server that, that can scan uh, your computer for, for any assets, and then it instantly uh, tags and categorizes them, it downloads all of the, uh, the meta information, uh, assets, extras, uh, things like that. So once I saw this and all the updates that have been made uh, to Plex since the last time I looked, which had been a good while, I decided, okay, I'm going to see if I can do this because I do have these Blu-ray movies and I'd like to uh, I'd like to digitize them. And I believe that is, in fact, legal. And that's what we're going to talk about. This all gets a little bit tricky. But according to U.S. government, uh, correct me if I'm wrong uh, on Twitter at Jeffrey underscore way, but I'm pretty sure this is right. Uh, there was some kind of law or some kind of ruling passed that if you own a Blu-ray movie, you do have the right to, to digitize it, basically, to, to burn it. Uh, so that you can watch it through Plex. So no issues there. So that takes care of any uh, Blu-ray movies you might own. And that, that becomes very useful for what we're about to talk about in, in a few minutes. And then, of course, for music, you can do the same. And now, one nice thing about music is there, there is no DRM issues that you have to worry about. So, for example, if I buy uh, a CD off iTunes, I mean, who does that anymore? But, but in the past, if you did that, um, or if you do it now, I think it's just a basic MP, MP3 or something along those lines. There's no security uh, that prevents you from moving it to any device that you want. But yeah, movies and TV shows are not the same. I understand the desire for them to protect this, because otherwise you'll just share and distribute it through torrents, and millions and millions and millions of copies of the latest Marvel movie will be watched for free. And of course, they have to be careful about that. Uh, where it does get a little tricky, though, is... It's not solving the problem. So you can still go on a torrent and download this stuff literally faster than it takes to download it through uh, Amazon or iTunes. So this is one of those situations, it's very common, where the attempt to protect and, and secure this media ends up just punishing your honest customers. So that brings me to my, my next roadblock. If I buy a movie off iTunes or Amazon Prime, which I've, which I've done many, many, many times, I can't move it over to Plex. It kind of drives me nuts when you think about this, but you can't do it. And that's because when you buy a movie off iTunes or any server, I, I can't think of a single place where you can buy a movie where this won't be uh, true, a single place where you buy a movie digitally uh, where this won't be true. But if you buy it 
it comes with that DRM protection, which means you don't really own the movie you're buying. You spent 20 bucks on it, but you don't own it. You own a license to view it on their service. And uh, this is very, very unlikely. But if, if tomorrow Amazon shut its doors, well, you don't have it anymore. And of course, that's not going to happen. But, but the basic um, concept is true. You don't really own the movie. You can't uh, move it to any of your devices. You can only view that movie through uh, avenues that Amazon says is appropriate, which is the Amazon Prime app. So what this means is if I were to try to take that movie file and move it over to Plex, Plex is going to say, hey, there's DRM production here. Uh, I can't show it to you. And so I guess that's a key thing to understand if you're not familiar with Plex. Uh, it's not just a it's not just a dashboard that pulls in all of this stuff from the various APIs. Uh, it's also going to stream it to any of your devices. So your computer or if you have a NAS or um, whatever you set up, that then becomes the main server that streams all of your content to your phone or to your smart TVs or anything. It all becomes available. But the problem is if you have a movie from iTunes that's protected, um, yeah, you, you can't then move it to Plex and then stream that iTunes movie to all of your devices. They're not going to allow it. So again, this is a situation where the customer gets punished because you're trying to do things by the book. And th this ends up being a very important thing to understand. Uh, their desire to protect their media ends up punishing the customer, and the customers are the ones trying to do the right thing. It all gets very tricky when, or if we're being honest, if you're using a service like Put.io, it takes five seconds to have a movie available to watch for free. And this is not a good thing because it all becomes contention upon your morality and your desire to do the right thing, which is really important. If they spend $80 million making a movie, that doesn't mean you get it for free because it's easy to click on a button and instantly have it. However, at the same time, it does get very frustrating that there's no way to purchase a movie and actually own it so that I can share it uh, through my devices or stream it on my own home server if I want to do that. They don't allow it. So it does become very tricky. I'm very, very much not a fan of uh, illegally taking movies. I, I saw what it did uh, to the music industry. My, my parents were professional songwriters, and I saw how um, I think Napster was inevitable, but nonetheless, it, it in many ways destroyed so much of, of the, the music industry. In that area, people often focus on the bands, and they, they say, well, they can still make money touring, and that's how they should make money touring. Uh, but it's not just the bands. There are engineers, there's producers, there are songwriters, and those people are not touring and selling t-shirts. So I have seen um, secondhand the damage it can do. So you want to do this as legally as possible. But yeah, it comes back to that same point. It's so frustrating that you don't really own it. You own a license to view it on their platform. So the only alternative that, that keeps your morality intact is unfortunately this. Buy and uh, order the Blu-ray version of the movie you want, and then you could rip it and stream it to your devices. To my understanding, that that's the only um, option you have there if you want to do things by the book. I've been researching this a lot in the last couple of weeks, and that seems to be the consensus. And in fact, that's why a huge segment of people refuse to buy uh, movies online, because you don't really own them. You just own a license. Now, I'm curious what you think about this. Um, it's still here. Here's one thing. 
You buy the Blu-ray, you have to order it, you have to take it out of the box, you have to unwrap it, you then have to learn how to rip it. There's basic software that will do this easy, easily and legally. Um, and then you can add it to your Plex Media server. It's time-consuming, you know? Uh, so what some people do is they they do the right thing, they order the Blu-ray, but then they will they will download a um, a torrent through Put.io or something like that. So they're they're paying the money, they're doing the right thing, but then they can already have a a ripped version of the movie uh, instantly available to them. It's a tricky thing, right? It's like no matter what you do, you're doing something wrong. And again, it all comes back to this thing where most people, I think, want to do the right thing. They want to follow the rules. I think we all understand on some level you don't just get something for free because, because again, you can click a button. It's not fair when you consider how monumentally expensive these things are to make. It's not fair for you to get it for free. Any more than it's fair for you to download a torrent of all the Laracast content, even though I bet if you search for 10 minutes, you could find that. I've worked like crazy on that content for years now. And just because you can click a button doesn't mean you get to do that. It's the same uh, basic concept. You have to be consistent here. But anyways, uh, no matter what path you go, that's something to consider. But here's what's also cool about uh, Plex. I set this up over the weekend. It's so incredibly cool. Uh, so as you know, if you get, or I, I imagine you know, if you live in the right area, you can purchase uh, like an HD TV antenna. They're not like the ones from years ago, those massive satellites they'd install on your roof. Uh, if anything, they're like these little magnetic things you can you can tape to your window or to a wall. Very, very small. Uh, in fact, mine's in my office. I can't even see it. But anyways, that will pull in over-the-air uh, broadcast TV. And if you put it through Plex uh, using like a, a digital tuner, that means all of that content will be scanned by Plex. It'll find all the channels within whatever radius you have. In my case, it's 35 miles. That pulls in about 50 channels realistically of which about 20 uh, I would use. Once you go beyond that, they're, they're a little too far, so you get a lot of um, uh, resolution issues, or it's in another language you don't understand. But about 20 of them are the big channels, like NBC, ABC, uh, and it comes in for free. You just have to capture it. So what's cool is you get the antenna. I think I spent $30 on mine. Uh, you run it through a digital tuner that's connected to your router. That was 50 or 60 bucks. So we're talking 80 80 bucks or so um, total investment. But at that point, all of this content is going through Plex, which means it can be, again, streamed to all of your devices, which means on your phone, you can open the Plex app and be watching, you know, whatever is on at the moment, American Idol. I mean, it's really cool for free. Uh, and because you have your computer uh, as your, your server for your house, uh, that means you have a DVR. So you can very easily say, I want to record this movie that's coming on uh, tomorrow at eight or that show. And what's cool is as it records it, it instantly then gets added to your movies or your TV's um, category. And then as part of that, because you're in Plex, it downloads all the metadata. It downloads the assets and the cover and the details and the extras. Uh, and you can even have it automatically remove the commercials, which again is incredibly cool. Uh, I showed my wife this, and I don't think she appreciated how neat this is. She just thought, oh, cool, we can, we can watch um, the news in the morning. And that, that is where it's useful. You know, we, we cut cable many years ago, but there are those things like wanting local news. I hate when you cut cable, you don't have that. Um, and we didn't have basic cable either. So you lose access to that. And I don't think any of the streaming services have even tried to reproduce that. I don't know how they would. 
So it's nice to be able to get that content back. Or again, the type of content that you don't, like you don't really want to purchase an episode of American Idol if, if that's what you're watching. Um, so it's nice that you can just get it for free and uh, automatically record it. But yeah, anyways, I was showing it to my wife and I was like, do you realize how neat this is that we are capturing a broadcast coming over the air through our satellite? It's then going into Plex and it's transcoded to any device wherever you happen to be in the country. It's ridiculous uh, how neat that is. Okay, but anyways, we're, we're, we're going a little long here. That's what I've been working on for the last week, trying uh, to consolidate things. And like I said, the 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 end result is uh, you you get something really cool, but it doesn't solve everything. It's, even if you get all of that content on Plex, well, you're still loading Netflix. You know, you're still opening Hulu. Uh, as all of these platforms create their exclusive content, there's no way around it. And what's tough is it's only going to get worse and worse. So we know that Disney Plus is going to be releasing their own uh, Netflix competitor, I think, in November. And as part of that, they're going to strip all their content from Netflix where you have to sign up for their service, which means if you want all this content, you have to sign up for three or four or a growing number of different streaming platforms. And um, it'll be as expensive or more uh, than it was when you had cable years ago, which uh, kind of stinks. But on the other hand, there's so much good uh, content. It does encourage more competition, and maybe we'll see what comes from that. All right, that's it for me today. Uh, Jeffrey Way with the Laircast Snippet. Come on by to Laircast.com if you'd like to learn about web development and JavaScript and Laravel and PHP. Um, The thing I'm working on this week is a series dedicated to uh, working with queues and workers and trying to really break that down so anyone understands. Uh, From my experiences, that can be a little confusing to understand queues at first. Uh, It feels like this whole new wormhole that you, you have to figure out, but it's not too tough. So uh, check that out at Laracast.com. Otherwise, uh, I'll see you next time.